0: Welcome to Free Will, Science, and Religion. I'm Chandler Klebs, and today I'm here with George Ortega and Will. And Will was talking... Some could call me WSD time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. WSD time um, um, is what we, you also know him by, but his short name is Will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so anyway, um, Will, you were talking about... Um, about how you feel like we still have a little bit of choice somehow. Yeah,
1: partial free will, as I said it earlier.
0: Yeah, so maybe you could explain that.
1: I feel like it's, it's like, well, um, I'll give it, I'll give another example like that. My cherry, with my, before we started this podcast, that cheesesteak thing, you know, I'm going to the store and I say I feel like eating the cheesesteak. I say go there and get the cheesesteak. tastes delicious. So, yeah, just like I go... Say, like, I want to go video game shopping, and I want this one particular game. I picked up a particular game, have fun, enjoy it. So you're saying illusion-free will. It feels like it's free will, but at the same time, I can kind of see why it's illusion, because there's certain circumstances that happen in the world.
2: Well, let's explore that, Will. So, like, basically, you know, let's say you you decide to to, uh, buy and eat a cheese steak. And so then the one question... We can ask is like, was it up to you that you like the taste of cheesecakes or cheesesteaks? Well,
1: to me, it, it still feels like it.
2: It was it, it, it feels like to you. It feels like it was up to you to like uh, cheesesteaks.
0: Yes, you,
2: you decided. Well, wait a minute. Like, are there any foods that you don't like? black opies. OK, now, could you could you just decide to like them if you wanted to? No. All right, so, like, so, I mean, so, couldn't we apply <laughs> that to the foods you like? I mean, could you decide to not like cheesesteaks if you
1: wanted to? I see what you're saying. No, I can't decide.
2: Right. But so also,
1: like, but at the same time, I also like pizza, and I also like hamburgers, so I could have picked any one of those.
2: Right, but it would be the same kind of question, like, do is it in our power to decide w- which of the, which foods we like and which we don't? Far as a whole, yes, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah. See, my take on this is very interesting because a lot of people, when they think of, of their choice or their free will, a lot of people just have this idea that it means, oh, doing what I want, you know, which is actually, we're, we're not even contesting that. We're not denying that if somebody wants a certain food, at, that they can eat that food they want if they have the money to buy it. Because obviously that would be absurd if we were saying that you you can't eat what you want. Rather, we're talking more about that you are not responsible for the prior causes including your genetics and, and, and everything you've been taught, the country you were born into, all of those things that factored into what kinds of foods you've tried in your life and which of those foods that you like the taste of or perhaps – for, there might be other reasons why you eat a food besides the taste too. Like you know, in my case, I do stuff like that. Oh, health reasons. Yeah. So like this is. Hey, George. You know what? This fits into our our thing about you know the whole fat shaming and the weight loss thing and.
1: Oh yeah. Speaking of fat shaming. I don't mean cut you off, but trying to telling Nicole Arbour this.
0: <laughs>
1: if you can.
0: Say that again. Good luck. Yeah, Nicole Arbor, because I sent out that um, that video by Nicole Arbor, I think was her name, and it was it was basically a fat shaming video. She was she's acting like that people will just lose weight if they choose to just stop eating, and and she and she was
1: just, oh, it doesn't work that way,
0: right? It because the
1: metabolism has a lot more to play and role, a bigger role to play than that people think it does. My cousin eats like a a freaking horse exactly so well, you're so going he's tall lanky and yet still shape so will isn't that an example of our
2: not having free will in other words like i want to lose like 10 pounds and i've been trying to lose this 10 pounds for like months now i'm beginning to i hope i think but you know if i had a free will i would have lost this 10 pounds you know six months
1: ago oh yeah definitely oh, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can stand and lose this gut here
0: yeah Well, you know, guys, I think what people are dismissing two things. First of all, they are dismissing both nature and nurture. They are dismissing the vast, wide genetic differences between people that allow some people who are eating the exact same diet as somebody else, the same amount approximately and, and the same types of food, are really skinny while somebody else is really fat and they're eating the exact same diet seriously. Uh Uh-huh. So we can't ignore metabolism and genetics and and thyroid conditions and all sorts of Oh yeah, thyroid. You you gotta
1: pay attention to that. You don't pay attention to that. Yeah.
0: There's so much to it just from the biological level that we don't choose. And that's why I would never shame somebody for being for being fat or whatever.
1: That's why I don't don't do it anymore. Just like I work at at my job. Just like so I can work at my job, people talk about this. You'll never hear me say, hmm, talk about this girl in there. She says, um, why don't you like Mike? I said, no, it's her personality. And say, like, what? And one person said, maybe because she's fat. I said, nope. I ain't say nothing about her weight. Okay. And that's another thing. So, like, can we
2: decide to like huh? someone, you know, if we want to? I mean, like, sometimes we like, for example, like, sure. if we're, it's an attraction to, if we're a guy and we're attracted to a woman or something, can we decide, oh, yeah, I'm going to be attracted to this woman or, oh, OK, I'm not going to be attracted. Like so that's another example like this isn't up to us. And even like when, if if we're attracted to a woman, then the next thing is like, can we decide whether uh, we're going to fall in love with her? You know, so again, the, you know, it seems like in our in our everyday experience, there are so many examples that, that demonstrate very strongly that we don't have a free
0: will. You're right, George. And our basic preferences or desires, whether it's about food or it's whether it's about uh, being attracted to certain people in certain ways, you, we don't have any choice over that because to, at, at the most basic level, that is like some kind of genetic thing. There's some kind of predisposition to where we like certain things and we have no way of explaining why that is because... Some, th- some things we can explain, well, I like this because I had this experience in life, but you can't explain a lot of things because they really are just in in us from the start.
2: And Chandler, I wanted to go back to what you were saying, kind of like that in a certain sense, we're free to want things. You know, we, we can want things, but I mean, I wanted to address this relative to what um, this philosopher Schopenhauer said, you know, ro- wrote some time ago. And he basically said, "Fine, we can want things, but we can't want what we want." Will, like for example, you wanted a cheese uh, steak um, sandwich, right? So you yep. wanted that, but did you want to want that?
1: At the you time, know, it felt like
2: it. Well, it, it, I mean, it felt like you wanted to, right? But were you like, in other words, like that want just came out of like who knows where? you you, you find yourself wanting it, right? Words, uh, like, I know I was hungry. Right. And, and so that's another. Just... Right. Well, will actually, so let's, so basically like, can we decide, you know, of our free will, whether or not we're going to be hungry?
1: I know I can't. One thing, why someone start growling? Something, something...
2: I can't either. No. I, I, so, so like something that's not in our control, you know, in, in your case, you, you were hungry. That wasn't in your control. And that caused you to want something to eat. And then, you know, added like, you know, I don't know, maybe you were near a restaurant where they sell cheesecake um, sandwiches or for some Warner reason, corner store. They're all over a
1: place. in the hood.
2: OK, so but for so some yeah. reason that they're probably because like when we make a decision, fundamentally, we don't know where it comes from. For some, for some reason, that's not in what isn't in your knowledge that, you know, that just you're not aware of. You wanted that sandwich. And that's another that's kind of another You know, way of understanding why we don't have a free will. These, you know, when we want something, all of a sudden, just comes out of nowhere. We have no idea where it came from.
0: Yeah, and it's unexplainable. And now, here's the interesting thing. Now, like I said, that people ignore nature and nurture. Well, aside from the fact that they they ignore nature, which we've already kind of covered, they ignore nurture and the the differences um, in the way people are taught uh, about about food or, or sexuality or religion. If you, if you grew up in, if, I mean, seriously, if you grew up in India or China or, or even England, there, there'd be major differences between um, that and America. So have we been born in a different country? We, we might be speaking a different language. We might have a different religion. We might have a, have a whole different way of eating.
1: A whole different way, outlook on life too.
0: Exactly, because there's a philosophy that each culture kind of has with it. Right.
2: All right. So, well, let's let's explore another kind of like possible, you know, scenario where it feels like you have a free will. And then let's explore to see whether whether it's a freely willed decision or not. So something okay. other than like. OK. OK.
1: How about like the game I'm playing, like champions?
2: Perfect. OK. It's a video game. Yes. OK. OK. Um,
1: like you right discuss- now, my cousin's watching um, Batman: Arkham the Attack on Arkham. Okay, so Arkham. excuse me.
2: Okay, so now you you like playing this game? It's called Champion.
1: Yes, MMO. It's an online MMO, free all. All right, free again, for all. yeah. Again, um, free play. Excuse
2: me. we can use the same questions we used for the uh, cheesecake steak sandwich. Basically, um, first of all, let me ask you. Are there people that you
1: know that don't like that game? That I know of. I know they're out there, but not that I know of. So, all right, but you can see. Right, another example, my friend, my, um, my cousin, um, Dwan, he doesn't like uh, Minecraft. <laughs> right. I, I,
2: could, I could imagine a lot of women who probably, you know, because I, I, I think we guys play video games much more than women. So I could imagine a lot of women who just, like, don't like any of those games. Right? Yes. So, so then, so then we're back at this. Like, so, like, so, like, was it your free will decision to like the game, or is it, or you,
1: do you just happen to like it? Well, the time um, when I first started to play it, I heard about it. My son told me to check it out. So it was a um, trial version at the time before it came free for all, free to play. Excuse me, I keep saying free for all, but. When I played it, I liked it, and then I played playing it, and you kept playing it ever since. All right, another
2: question, Will. So then, like, are there certain – like, you tried it, and you, you noticed that you liked it. Can you can you remember um, various games, video games, and you played in the past where you played it and you found that you didn't like the game?
1: Hmm. A thousand times over.
2: So, so yeah. So, like, <laughs> I mean, doesn't that kind of, like, you know – Just basically um, explain how, like, you know, you're playing the game because you like it, but it really wasn't up to you because, you know, whether you like it or not. You just happen to like it, just like you just happen to not like other games, right? Yeah. So, again, that's a very, very clear, clear explanation of why, you know, what we do is really, um, you know, up to factors that are not in our control. How's that sound, Chandler?
0: yeah, it's true because with everything we do, the things that we like and the things we dislike, we don't choose that because if we if we did, then it would almost take away the meaning of will. It would take away the meaning of desire because you would you have to we'll be robots basically. Right, and we are. I mean, we are biological robots, and I would say that our desires are sort of what we're programmed to do. It's sort of like you know, if this then if this game exists, um, then play it. But if this game doesn't exist, you play a different game. You know that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, just like Sonic 6 Six. I'm a huge fan of the Sonic games, but I'm sorry, I hated that game for a burning passion.
2: Exactly, and and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, like, and you couldn't have like you couldn't have said to yourself. Well, you know, like I'm gonna I'm gonna force myself to like it, right?
1: Well, no Probably Well the reason not. is like there's the glitches the problems that game had plot holes Usually, plot holes with games. I, I can overlook as long as the game is fun But the game yep. wasn't fun.
2: <laughs> yeah Okay, um So let's explore so like I mean, I think we're, we're kind of like, you know, reaching an understanding that, you know, with these choices that you, you make, whether it's a video game or something to eat, that's really not up to you. But can, let's explore maybe why it feels that it's up to you, why, why why so many people feel that the decisions that they make are up to them. So, will uh, again, like, oh, why, why um, can you explain like why? Why some of these decisions feel like you know that nothing out of your control is like compelling you to make
1: them? Hmm. I think yeah, please, my pleasure, pleasure central, but pleasure ah. whatever. Yeah.
2: Excellent. All right. So in other words, you're saying that um that you enjoy the um the idea that what you do is up to you. That, 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 makes, you know, and, and I think, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's probably a very powerful reason why people believe in free will. Well, you know, cause like you were saying before, like, you know, it's not the most pleasant, um, realization or acknowledgement, you know, to conclude that, oh my God, we're biological robots. You know, if, you know, we would, you know, we would if it was up to us, you know, even even though it doesn't really make sense when you think about it, if it was up to us, we would have a free will. Right. It, 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 you know, because yep. so, yeah, so I think, well, I think that's a very important point. So, like, basically, we, we like to conclude that we have at least some free will because just the idea of everything being faded, destined completely out of our control doesn't feel as good as like to feel that, that things are in our control. Absolutely.
0: You know, an interesting thought, speaking of control, is think about this. Now, let's just suppose this is a very hypothetical situation that will never happen. But let's just say that I was somehow voted in to be king of the world, okay? So what that would mean is I would be quote-unquote in control in that whatever I said people had to do, because I'm the king, you know, and what the king says goes. So let's say that this happened. Well, here's the deal. So then, right, because of this, I ban meat because I because of how I don't want these animals killed. So because of that, so people would say that Chandler is in control, but in reality, um, Chandler is controlled by the feeling of empathy for animals that are being slaughtered and doesn't want them to die or be treated as property, and that was caused by prior people doing those things to those animals. And yeah. so Chandler is not the first cause. He's only doing as he wills, but he did not make his will Well
2: Chandler, that's a good point. I think what you're saying is like some people believe that
0: some people
2: have more free will than others. I mean, you know, essentially nobody has any free will, but some people might think, well yeah, if you're in a position of power, you know, if you, if you make decisions that, that other people have to follow, somehow that might mean that, that, that you have a free will or more free will than others. But I think you've just you, you just explained that, no, you're right. I mean, like, you know, even if you were like king of the world, even even like God, you know, even, even like, you know, God makes us do whatever we're doing. You know, if, if a billion years ago, God knew what he was doing today, even God is locked into that. So, like, so absolutely, control yeah. over other people, control over whatever, does not, in a certain sense, um, bestow free
0: will. And it, it makes a very important point, too, because, in a sense, you could say that we can control other people more than we can control ourselves, because we can't change our desires or our actions that flow from those desires by ourselves, whereas, it's possible for humans to to cause other humans to do something or to stop them from doing that, but we don't have the self-control it, that free will would imply. Yep.
2: All right, so let me ask you, Will, um, are we kind of like on board and that like it kind of, it feels like we have a free will, but when we explore it, that it, you know, we have to like admit, that no, it's a feeling, it's kind of like an illusion, but the reality is that things that are not in our control kind of like make us like what we like and do what we do. Are, are, are we in agreement about that yet or well yeah so here so, all right so like um let me ask you the question again are, are we in an agreement that basically you know after exploring this uh, with with the cheese steak why can't I say that cheese steak sandwich that's a tongue twister uh, and, and There's the a hobby, game. actually but you know <laughs> so all right so like um Are we in agreement that, you know, those decisions that that essentially like it feels like like those are freely willed decisions. But when we explore it, you know, we 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 discover that it wasn't up to you to like cheese steak sandwiches and to like that that champion video game. So that, you know, even though it felt like you, you chose to, you know, to eat the sandwich and play the game of your free will, that really basically things out of your control. Kind of like compelled you to do that, or because if we're in agreement about this, then we kind of like ex- can maybe explore what this means. How can how we can benefit from knowing this?
1: Yeah, it's a good yeah, that's a good one.
2: It's a good question. So I mean, like, so what do you think? Do you still feel like you have some free will, or or as you know, from the last 20 minutes that we've been exploring this, kind, can you understand like that that you know? this that it's just a feeling and and like when we explore it you know the the reality you know just is undeniably that 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 you know it's just a feeling and it's not you know that, that we don't believe I mean, really it
1: it's just a feeling
2: all right so then so then let me ask you something will so what is one advantage of knowing that you and other people and the no none of us not n- nobody has a free will what Why are we doing what what's one good thing that can come from our knowing this?
1: Hmm. Better understanding of the psyche and better understanding of treating people right.
2: Exactly. All right. So um, Chandler, you want to expand on that, like on treating people right, how that leads to it more?
0: Yeah. Um, See, now, interestingly, now, some things matter more than others, obviously, in the in the fact we know that nothing is ultimately in our control. Um, and as far as when it comes to um, what game Will plays, I think he should play whatever game he wants, and that's cool, you know? We're not concerned with that. Um, but I think the reason it becomes important, I'll bring it back to, like, you know, the whole fat-shaming issue, is that because if people believe that they have a have a free free will, or that others have a free will. They will blame either themselves or others for their failures at at try, at at being able to do certain things. And I think it's that blame and the accusation and punishing of people for being different and not being like us that the free will causes.
2: Will, how's that sound? That sounds. It sounds right. It sounds good. And and Chandler, that's, you know, that's the reason, like, we're doing this podcast. That's, I think, the main reason. Because it's not only that free will, you know, belief leads us to blame others, you know, and then kind of like, you know, want them to suffer when they do something wrong and stuff. We We also direct that blame toward ourselves. When we do things wrong, we feel guilty. And a lot of times we make ourselves feel bad because we... We, we conclude that, you know, all right, of our free will, we did something wrong, so we deserve to feel bad. So you know this is just one powerful, powerful reason why this free will belief is so harmful.
0: Yeah, and what's interesting about it is that knowing that we don't have a free will doesn't mean that we aren't still able to do what we want in many cases. And in fact, I'm for helping people do what they want in a lot of cases you know and so sometimes it might it it, you know somebody might find well what is it that helps them quit smoking what is it that helps them lose weight you know people will find these things because information is out there to help people Um, so that so it doesn't mean that they won't succeed in the in their goals and stuff that they are trying to do But what it does mean is that they um, something else is going to have to help them. Some outside force is going to have to cause them to do what they aren't able to do by themselves. And I think that's an important thing. That makes sense. Um, Mm, Yeah, it makes sense.
2: Yeah. Well, you see that basically, like for example, let's say you know, let's say I want to lose weight, right? And um, and I believe in free will. I might say to myself all right, well, you know, I guess I want to, like, eat more than I want to lose weight, and I am I want that of my free will, and so, like, you know, what can I do, you know? Whereas, like, you know, as Chandler was explaining, if you understand that we don't have a free will, then the next thing that happens is, like, you begin to, to look for the causes for why we do and why we don't do certain things. So I might ask yes. myself, right, exactly, I, I might ask myself, oh, All right, what what are the causes of of me wanting to eat more than me wanting to lose this weight? Okay? Or or what what are the causes of me not wanting to uh, to eat enough? You know, so so again, like yeah, the the free will belief it just like leaves everything without any understanding. You know, it was our free will and that's the end of it. Whereas like to the extent we understand that we'd have a free will, we look for the causes.
0: Yeah, and in a sort of way, yeah, free will keeps us from looking at the causes of our behavior because it is assumed that there are no causes.
2: Right. Well, let me ask you something. Cause I, you know, I used to be in politics um, and like, you know, follow politics a lot, and a lot of things that pol- politicians say, said, you know, and, and did and stuff. I really disliked them so much. Can you see how like, um, how like overcoming free will belief can help us to kind of like be more understanding toward people you know who so uh, expand on. I understand. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Hell speaking of politics, trust me, I still there's um there's one person that I believe should not be present or running to begin with. And y'all probably know who I'm talking about.
2: (laughs) The Donald. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean
1: like there's this he's gonna make America great again. I'm like thinking, wait a minute. He's not explaining how he's gonna make Erica great, great, but yet yeah, y'all just eating this up. Exactly, so
2: exactly, and and he doesn't even, he he believes actually climate change is a hoax. I mean, the guy's dangerous. If he doesn't understand that climate change is real, you know that's too scary.
1: many too many people. Excuse, almost, oh look, I've watched my language here. Almost, say, too many people believe that um, climate change is not real.
2: I know, I know, it's, it's 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 a problem. It's a huge problem. So so will like so in that case, so like you know. We may understand that Trump is just not, you know, presidential material. He just, you know, should not be elected president. But we can do that like with the free will belief, you know, we say he's got a free will on we may like dislike him for for who he is, for what he says, for what he wants to do and, and not do. But like when we understand that he doesn't have a free will. Then fine we won't vote for him we might tell other people to not vote for him we might disagree with the stuff but we won't do it without the we, we will do that without the animosity without the the negative feelings you know toward him you know again cuz like when we have when we feel negative toward toward politicians toward other people it hurts us a lot of times it, you know it's kind of like we carry this this dislike so so free will belief you know, kind of like encourages that where to the extent we overcome it, we can free ourselves from these negative emotions of disliking people.
0: Yeah. And I know that too, because there's been a lot of people that I used to hate. I even used to have thoughts of killing certain people because I was just so mad at them, you know, and that, but I've learned so much about, I now see other people as victims of their biology and environment, and I just see them as very unlucky.
2: Yeah, so it, it basically makes our world so much more compassionate, you know? Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we, we, sometimes we'll even feel bad, you know? Let's say somebody commits a crime, yeah, we'll feel bad for the victim, but we'll also feel bad for the, for the person who committed the crime, because we, we have to understand that a lot of times if somebody did that, they must, there must have been something in their past that really, you know, that really kind of like hurt them or just made them be that that way. You know, I mean, you yeah. know, we can use this for politicians, for for a lot of different people. Yeah. All right, Chandler. I think we're we're like we've got about 30 seconds left, or.
0: Yeah. Um. So let's yeah. So let's see how to end this. Well, basically, we talked with Will about how he felt like he had a little free will or a little bit of choice, but we explained why we don't have control over our own desires in the first place and why free will is truly an illusion, but that there's still hope that people will succeed at doing what they want. And we're not taking that away from anybody with our no free will message. Excellent. Yeah. So I hope you've learned something in this episode and, and been entertained too, hopefully. And we'll see you next time. So thanks for listening and goodbye. Stay safe, everybody.